All right, this is episode three of the Final Percent Podcast, and this particular concept that I'm going to bring to you today is incredibly important to me, and and it's near and dear to my heart. And yes, a lot of these concepts, yes, they come from my life experiences, and they are all near and dear to me, if you will. But this particular one is basically my first concept that I had an epiphany about, something that really helped me. And because of this, it realistically is the thing that started this journey for me. And when I say journey, I mean the journey of, now I struggle to say motivational speaker or um, self-help or anything like that. It's just, I want to share my story and I hope through my story, it can make your life just a little bit easier because you know what? I've made a lot of mistakes. I've learned a lot of lessons along the way. And if through my story, me sharing it, I can help you reach your final percent sooner, faster. I I can only pray that that is what this does. And you know, this whole journey of pulling together the book, the final percent, even starting a book, this, this concept is what started my book two years ago. And uh, I want to share that story with you today to kind of give you uh, an insight into why I am trying to share my story and help people. Um, it starts seven years ago. And uh, it starts seven years ago when I moved to Denver, Colorado. And, you know, I was I was on my way to Denver because I had hit rock bottom in Phoenix, Arizona. And it was the low point of the low point of the low point of my life. I didn't have any money. I had a car and enough gas to get to Colorado. I threw all of my stuff uh, in my vehicle and I began the journey to get to Colorado. And on my journey, it's, it's, a, it's supposed to be about a 14 and a half hour drive. And I came up through Utah, which puts you coming over the, the Rocky Mountains through Grand Junction down uh, I-70. And after... Um, after Grand Junction, it began to snow. And now, now, mind you, I was already really stressed out because getting to Grand Junction is already a 12-hour drive, and the, the weather was not that great, so I was already moving slower than I, I was anticipating. So it's the middle of the night, and when I hit Grand Junction, it begins to snow. And I'm already stressed out because, you know, I don't know, I don't have a house. It's not like I'm moving there for a job. I... I just felt like I had outworn my welcome in Phoenix I and I needed a fresh start. I needed to start over and I was already scared to death because I didn't know where my next meal was coming from, my next dollar was coming from. I didn't know if I was going to make it. I didn't know anybody there. I just, something said, go there. And I'll, and I'll be honest with you, it started out, I'm a giant Denver Broncos fan and I just said, why not there? I, I grew up in Wyoming. My family's over only a state away. Let's roll the dice. And uh, it was it was a pretty interesting move, but I, I made it stick. And I'm on this journey. I'm traveling to Colorado. I don't know what's telling me or drawing me to Colorado, but I'm, I'm on my way. I hit Grand Junction, and it begins to just pour down snow. And I am so scared. Now, mind you, I'm coming from Arizona, so I only have a rear-wheel drive car which means I'm a wiper blade on the road. I'm side to side. You push the gas, it's rear wheel drive. You're just going side to side, spinning your tires. Now it was so scary, terrifying. Now 
I, I barely had enough money to get to Colorado, let alone buy a hotel for the night. So I decided to push through. And the snow just continues to get worse, and it continues to get worse, and it continues to get worse. And it, I'm getting more and more scared, more and more scared. I'll bet you I'm pushing a foot of snow at this time, and I, and I, finally, I finally reach Vail. And at the time, I had no idea what Vail was, so I was like, maybe I'll just pull over here. I can, I can, I'll have to. Um, but I didn't really want to sleep in my car because it was like negative 14 out or or maybe it was zero, but it was, it was cold. It was really, it was freezing. And, uh, so I was like, I don't want to pull over and waste gas and then not be able to. So I was very nervous. I looked at the prices in Vail and was like, holy crap, I cannot afford this. So I pushed through and I hit the, I hit the pass and the snow had gotten so bad that I was probably, it was, it was probably a foot and a half of snow, maybe, um, something that I've, like, even though I'm from Wyoming, I never drove in Wyoming. So I wasn't used to driving in the snow and I had lived in Arizona for so long. It, it, it was a very new experience for me. It was very scary. And they had closed Vail Pass, but I was the last car through before they, 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 they dropped it to not let any cars go past there. I'm the only r- car on the road. And I'm thinking, I don't know if I'm going to make it through this. This is scary. I, I think... Now, I don't want to say that I thought like death was imminent, but it was the most scared I had ever been to this point in, in my life. And I'm going, I don't know if I like, I can't pull over and run out of gas and then freeze to death. I can't do this. I can't do that. And I, I don't know if I can make it. And I don't really, I couldn't even see the road. Like the snow was up past the guardrail and I'm going, all right, well, this, <laughs> what do, what do I do? <laughs> it's. It's it's so terrifying. It's laughable right now. Like just thinking back, like how did you think this was a good idea? But at the at the time, I'm driving and I'm I'm literally no pun intended plowing through. And all of a sudden, I see a light behind me, and I was thinking, what is that? Now now, mind you, again, I'm from Arizona, so I didn't understand what was behind me. It was a blue and an orange light. And all of a sudden this vehicle passes me and it gets in front of me and it was a snowplow. And I went, oh my God, this, all of a sudden my traction improves and I can, I can drive. And man, I, I followed this snowplow like there was no tomorrow. I followed it all the way down the mountain. And to this day, I, I know that that snowplow saved my life. It showed me the way it moved the obstacles that I couldn't. And I began to realize as I was going into this new area of my life, arena of my life, because don't get me wrong, I was getting ready to do battle. I realized business and snowplows are very similar. Business and, and, and growing yourself and personal growth are similar. And now, now you're going to go, how in the world are they similar? And what I mean is you want to find your proverbial snowplow. You want to find a snowplow of your life. Someone who's been there before, who knows the terrain, who knows how to move those obstacles, who has taken the bullets. They have developed into someone who can literally move mountains. Now, if you find those people, you hang on to them. But 
The challenge is I want you to both be a mentor and a mentee. So if someone's doing the snow plowing for you, you're their mentee. Now, if someone is nice enough to move snow for you, I want you to actively seek out people that you can be a snowplow for. So through your entire life, no matter where you're at, always, always, always be a mentor and a mentee at the same time. At the same time. Because if you're always actively looking for someone to move snow for, I guarantee you one day they'll move snow for you. But so often in our life, we watch these people move snow for us. They take the bullets and then we get up there and we go, okay, cool. I got to prove my worth. I'm going to take some bullets. You don't have to do that. Learn from other people's mistakes. Be a snowplow for someone, but you can't be so prideful that you won't let someone be a snowplow for you. Now, us as entrepreneurs, we get into this mode, I can do anything. I am the answer. I can do everything better than any of my team. Now, that is the worst, and I was so guilty of this. It's the worst thing that you can do. You have to know when you need to step aside and let someone move some snow. But in our mindset, everything always has to be okay. You can't be vulnerable. You can't say that something's wrong. You can't say that you need help. So we, we have a bunch of people who are, for all intents and purposes, they're civics running around acting like they're snowplows, but everyone's looking and going, no, you're not. So what I'm saying is I, I want you to actively find someone to move some snow for. Now, when I, that is a metaphor so that you can say, all right, you know what? This is the way to get it done. This is how you can get this accomplished. This is where we go. This is how I did it. So what I'm saying is through my story, I'm trying to be a snowplow for anyone who is in my position. Because I'll tell you right now, I have needed snowplows in my life and my journey more than I can possibly, possibly tell you. It is the people in my life who moved that snow, metaphorically, who moved that snow are the most important thing that has ever happened to me in my business. Now, you can get into really comp complex relationships to where people are both a snowplow and you're a snowplow in the same relationship. It's just areas of your life. But always, 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 if you have had experience in that, in that arena, in that area, in that business, in that relationship, in a marriage, in acquiring capital, in doing advertising, in doing marketing, in managing a team, in hiring a team, firing a team, and you can help someone, do it. So I challenge everybody to go find someone out there that you can be a snowplow for. But us as prideful entrepreneurs... The harder thing is, is I, I want you to go humble yourself into someone who can, or, or go humble yourself in front of someone who you know can be a snowplow for you and ask for help. Help doesn't always have to be money. It could be knowledge. It doesn't ha always have to be uh, time. It can, it can just be, hey, you know what? Let me just sit in a room with you, watch you do a meeting. You don't even have to do anything with me directly. But start learning to know when you need someone to be a snowplow. And I know that it's kind of a funny metaphor. One of the, the equation that I use is E equals M snowplow squared. 
And that stands for excellence equals M, which is mentor or mentee, snowplow, and then the squared means two M's. So I know it's probably not ma mathematically correct, but it's just a way to remember it. It's a concept to, to, to break through and know that you have to be both a mentor and a mentee to get anywhere really special in life. Now, the biggest mistake I, I have done in the past multiple times is not admitting when I needed help, is not admitting when I needed someone to step in and be my snowplow. I always thought I always had to be the snowplow. I was the guy. I was going to take the bullets. I'm moving these mountains for you. But it was just a cry for help because I needed someone to help me move my own mountain. And I'm telling you, use this concept to both help people and get help. Because the teamwork that comes out of really serving like this is undeniable. And the mountains that you can move together, because I mean, think about that. If you have a snowplow and they're behind you and you're developing another snowplow, they're behind you, you're teaching them how to move snow. You're now, again, let's just make sure everyone's clear on this. Snow is a metaphor for obstacles, life, experience, all that good stuff. So again, if you are a snowplow and you're developing another snowplow, now here's what happens. They can either branch out and they can go do their own thing. They can move snow and they'll develop their own snowplow. But if you are a leader that develops other leaders or a snowplow that develops other snowplows, now all of a sudden they can flank out to the right or left. You guys can move more snow together. And that's what it's all about. What can you do together? You're way more powerful if you are a leader that develops other leaders instead of a leader that develops followers. So use this snowplow concept to really change your life. I'm telling you, it's going to work. If you have any questions on it, it's something that's really, really near and dear to me. And I would love to talk more in depth about it. Um, it's really an expanded concept in my book. And uh, I just tell me how this helps you in your life. So be your own snowplow, be a snowplow for someone else and let someone else be a snowplow for you. Don't be prideful and really take that journey. Thank you so much. This has been the Final Percent Podcast, episode three.